Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 1104 Midday with Jamie and Wicket on a Thursday where we're headed to 93 today. Damn why mom is in studio for Mike Wicket who is still vacationing. Hello. How we doing? How are you? Good? Everybody right. good? Yeah. I'm you right. look relaxed. Yeah, just chilling. You look like you're chilling. Yeah, I decided to spend uh, this hour leaning back in my chair. Oh, are you standing next? Maybe. Brady Goodman did that yesterday, a couple times yesterday. He stood? He stood and he's a tall guy, let me yeah. tell you. Stood up in his chair and kind of started waving around. I'm like, I'm not used to all the all the flailing around here. Really? With no, that's wicket? not true. He No, his flailing is a little more contained. Oh. It's fidget spinner. It's wild gestures. Okay. It's It's mul- every appendage moving at the same time. <laughs> wow. But it's contained to the desk. <laughs> so it's not, okay. it's not all over the place anyway. Yeah. So uh, coming up at 12 o'clock, we'll get you what's trending. Also, there's a story out today, uh, CNN Money picked it up, about the number of people in the U.S. that have a side hustle. Some kind of freelance job, some kind of side gig that you do in addition to your full-time job. And there are numbers out about how much money people are making uh, and what percentage of their income and and how it changes based on how old you are. And as somebody that has a side hustle that that does something else on the side, show me somebody in radio who doesn't. Are we calling it that now, the side hustle? I thought we were calling it the gig economy. It's the really popular term. It's especially if, because generally when I think of side hustle, I don't think of... Like what I do is more freelance work. Yeah. Side hustle, I think more of is like if, if you're selling stuff on eBay oh, or okay. you know what I mean? If you're just kind of doing something. So I hear the word hustle and I'm thinking something that might be a little bit not uh, completely above board. No, that's just what they have chosen to yeah. call it. But if you But Google, it does come with its own uh, theme music. It does, doesn't it? Do now? the hustle. Oh my gosh. Do, 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 Jay, are you rolling your eyes at this? Because I'm, yeah, yeah, Jay is making fun of you right now. So am I. Now, that song is going to be in everybody's head now all day. Uh, Jay, if you want to pull that out, feel free. Um, but so if you Google side hustle, it's amazing how many stories you will find now about all the different ways that you can make extra money. Right. I grab one on a market watch just to run them by. I grab one for men because then, because if you're a woman and you're willing to do like Avon and just, it runs the gamut of stuff, but I didn't realize how many people are doing something on the side. So we'll get into that after 12 and see, see what money, see if we can give you ideas for, for ways yeah, that you can make extra money. Yeah, I take a look at that list. Uh, You know, uh, kind of what they get into with the list is that everybody is good at some other thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you have some other hobby. They look at what hobby do you have that you can make money off of. Right. Um, And so if you're willing to have a little less fun at it and work at it a little harder, is there something that you make or you just got to be willing to put the time in? Right. That's for sure. So we'll get into that after 12 o'clock. You doing all right over there? Oh, here we go. I'm on the mend. All right. Everybody out there with a side hustle. Get involved. Here we go. Grab your partner. Hit the floor. This is when this went off the rails right here. This was the 11.07, guys. Oh, this yeah. was the time it went off the rails. All right, hold on to that for after 12. <laughs> Bring that back for some reason. Feel free. It's open skate, everybody. 
Oh my god. Let's gosh. go. Now you're giving me memories out of the. Out Are you kidding? I danced to this. Yeah? I was no skating to it. It was. You didn't skate to this? No. I. I did a lot of you this. You did it on a stable floor? I was on the one of those dance floors that lit up with the little blocks that lit oh, up. Oh, really? So almost. you did the whole Saturday Night Fever absolutely, thing? Absolutely, absolutely. Did you have the, the, the suit with the wide lapels? I did. And, mm-hmm. and the white I, suit? In, in, and, in different colors, yes. Wow. Were you a good dancer? No. No? But it, but the suit made up for it. Okay. The, the flashing sure? lights also made That's up right. for it. Are you sure? That's I, right. I don't, That's right. Made up for it how, I'm, I think, is, is the question. Everybody, lesson. well, you did, you got away with it because you were better dressed. You could be a lousy dancer, but as long as you gotcha. looked good. As long as you looked good when you were standing still. Put did on you a have a Did you have a strut as you as you walked down the sidewalks? <laughs> you know? Well, you can't tell by the way I use my... You know, do you, do you come in here and you were things there. just go completely, dude? You were there. Like, like there are moments where I hope the boss isn't listening. You had your platform shoes on. I did just, have those. Yes, you, you had your hair all did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. I, I had lots and lots of curly hair that you was just tell everywhere. by the way I use mm-hmm. my walk. Uh, guys, yeah. I don't know how to go from that to what I want to get into next. Did, well, I need, I need well, like a pregnant well, you pause. Just sit, you just sit quietly for a minute. <laughs> anyway, so it's like, oh, oh then, then of course we morphed. We morphed into the '80s with a whole different style and the, the mullet haircut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was actually more fun. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Okay. '70s were rough for you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the '80s were fun. Okay. At what point do I get in trouble for just sitting quietly for a moment? At what point does okay. does Alan come in and say, "No, you can't just sit back and not do your talk show"? At I don't what, know. At what point do I get in trouble? This, this is this is her passive aggressive protest to our hijacking her go. show. You know. It's, you know. Now everybody, back to Jamie. I uh, know. I just it's it's entertaining, I guess. But uh, hold on to this again for the next hour when we, when we right. do the side all hustle right. story. Feel free to bring this back for people who might have missed all of your little bit here. Well, I'll be we gone. I'll be gone by it. then. But Travis, I'm sure could just. I'm sure he's no. got his. I'm sure he's got his brand of hustle. No. It has been fun taking a walk down memory lane with Jay. Nothing about Travis says to me he's going to be doing your little dance in there. Oh, he could. during that song. He could. I, he could, but he's well, too he's cool a child for of it. the '90s. Yes, and then the later. Aughts. Yeah. Yeah. So no, he'll. He's too. No, yeah. he's not as dorky. He There's no way he's going to do that. Are. He's not as dorky as me. Is that what you it's said? a compliment, kind of. <laughs> kind, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Wow, Jay. My goodness. I just cannot win today. Uh, you know? Neither can man. I, apparently. Can I just blame two weeks of sickness? Can I just. Anything you don't like today, can I just blame okay, it on sure. that? You know, going into the second week here. Sorry. I'm gonna get in so I'm gonna be called into the boss's office at two oh four. I'm going dang you, wine bomb. They probably have the hustle in their head. Okay. They're sitting at their desk or at their job and now they it's are stuck going, in their head. It's just like do the hustle. It's just like when Wicket's here. Nothing has changed. All right. So coming up next because I can't possibly transition from that into where I'm going without it seem incredibly awkward. Talking about stealthing. That's what we're getting into next. So the Los Angeles Times has done the story about a Democrat, Christina Garcia, who has introduced legislation that would make it a felony to stealth. And if you don't know what stealthing is, that is where a man. You will agree going into sex that he is going to wear a condom. And at some point after that consent and that agreement is given, he takes it off without her knowing is the key part of that. And there's been a big debate about whether that should be a crime. There is a proposal on the table to make it a felony. But that's not all. A lot of you, when we talk about this, come back with an argument. 
and she has got an answer to your argument yeah, as well. She's, I, I was really surprised when I read this part because I was like, well, what about the other? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we'll get into that and see if you think this is the right way to address that problem. We'll take your calls 576-7798 or text 22980. Coming up next, it's 1112 on KMBZ. 11.15, midday with Jamie and Wicket on a Thursday. I'm actually relatively doing a good job of keeping track of the days this week. Yeah. Despite the moment there of trying to remember. A week after last week's holiday week. It really, yeah. Those next weeks are always difficult, you know, to try to get through. Yeah. So, no. You know, last week was hard. Last week, because we had Tuesday off, that felt like sort of a weird week. So It, it did feel like a weird week last week. This week's been okay for me. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. All right, so we're taking <laughs> your, your... Aren't you always in a good mood? I mean, aren't you just kind of always Joe? No. No? I'm not out there with the moodiness just, that exists. I just have, you know... I'm crying inside. Oh, you hide it well? <laughs> Are you hiding it well now? Are you crying in the, crying on the inside now? The tears of a clown. Oh, my gosh. All right, so our next story comes to us out of the L.A. Times and a state bill there. We have Assemblywoman Christina Garcia, a Democrat there, who has introduced a bill to address this issue of stealthing. And uh, we're taking your calls and your texts to find out if you think this is something that uh, maybe she's addressing the right way or does it need to go farther or, or what do we need to do about it? Uh, stealthing is where uh, a man and a woman or two people agree going in that he is going to wear a condom for sex. Right. And midway through at some point, he removes the condom and doesn't tell her. And he does it on purpose because, and I'm still kind of fuzzy on all of this. Why? That's a good question. I mean, this is a thing that is being done on purpose. It's intentional, and it's um, behind her back. You know, it's it's without telling her. You well, it's you, not behind her back. It's well, well, never mind where it is. But um, yeah, she doesn't know. Yes, it's it's being <laughs> done. Um, I can't even think of the right word for it now. But yes, it's, surreptitiously. Yeah, it's it's being done with yeah. negative intent. Right. So, and that's the thing I'm really fuzzy on. Why would why would a guy do that? Why would a what's, guy do what's that? What's the point here? Uh, but there have been cases overseas where, and it's and it's just becoming a more common practice in a very disturbing kind of way. But where um, men are being charged with sexual assault because of the idea that um, define consent. Well, consent in that circumstance is she is consenting to sex under this set of circumstances, under right. this set of guidelines, so to speak, in which he is We've going to wear a condom. We've set our rules and our understanding right. for this encounter. And had I known that the encounter was going to be this other way, I right. wouldn't have said yes. And so they define that then as uh, you have violated her consent. And right. so there's an effort to make that criminal. Right. Uh, and so the law that's being proposed in California also addresses something else that people often say. Well, women do this or women do that. In the past, we've tried to kind of separate those two things. She is, she is addressing it in the bill. So uh, the latest version of the bill that Christina Garcia proposes would make it a felony sexual battery to remove or tamper with a condom or intentionally use without consent a condom that's been tampered with. Okay. Uh, it also goes further, making it a felony to lie about being on birth control Whoa. or another form of contraception other than a condom. So we're looking at putting responsibility on the on other party both. involved in this encounter yes, as well. Because all I, I knew it was coming. I couldn't even, you, you beat me to it. Yes. All the texts are not addressing stealthing. You're saying, well, what about the girl that says she's, first of all, 
And that's what this addresses. It addresses both. What about the girl who says she's taking the pill that isn't? Now, it doesn't. I don't know what you call that because I I, I don't know what the crime is. We know that it's it's felony sexual battery if you take the condom off midway through. We don't know what the crime is called, what the felony is being called if she lies about birth control. It could be deception or or fraud maybe. Who knows? Because mm -hmm. to me, that's not sexual battery necessarily. But either way, she is calling it a felony. Yes. And so just like you ask, you know, what would make a guy stealth? I don't, I, I know, I know it's the first example everybody brings up, but I cannot imagine a situation in which a woman is so either desperate to get pregnant or so intent on tricking the guy she's with that Mm -hmm. she would lie about being on birth control. Because the answer to that is wear a condom. Then if you're worried about it, Take responsibility for yourself and wear a condom. Then you don't have to worry about anything. As so many things uh, in this whole (laughs) male-female sex relations thing, it all boils down to trust. Yes. You know. But you can have all the trust in the world. We wouldn't be talking about this if people weren't doing it. Right. And so you go into it. I think that's why... That's why we're talking about it is that you go into it with trust. And then somewhere along the way, men started to do this. From the text line, somebody uh, brings up an interesting point. 3777 texter, I'm a woman. How in the heck does a woman not feel the absence of the condom? Now, being a guy, hearing about these things, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering myself, oh, yeah, how do you know or not know? We're gonna so, we're gonna stay and I don't FCC know if that's friendly. A question we can answer right now. I don't. But it's an interesting question. I'm sure a lot of people have that question. Wait, how how do you not know it's there? Um, I would remind you. It also or says tampered with, and right. so it's possible that it's somehow being messed with. But I would imagine got a hole punch out. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Yeah, I would imagine there could be a situation in which he could slip it off. Midway yeah. through, with her not knowing, this you might know? be FCC friendly. You're you're in the throes of things, and it's possible that he could just slip it off. That you're changing position, and somewhere in the middle of that, when she can't see what's going on, he could slip it off. I can yeah. totally imagine that. Oh, I know it can happen. Yeah, and where but, there is enough, yeah. um, there's just enough feeling going on there that she wouldn't notice the difference, especially if it's heated. She maybe wouldn't notice the difference. So. Um, but it is interesting that they're they're looking into this practice, which I have no numbers around it, but I'm going to assume is a relatively small thing that happens. You but know, major when it does. It, it can be major, right, uh, very localized incidents. But what is very interesting is how in this bill they've added the language that would put responsibility and consequences onto the woman as well if she lies about right. contraceptive use. Because some of you have said, you know... I think that's fascinating. Not that um, men can be raped, you know, and it well, of kind course. of, it, it sort of acknowledges that. It acknowledges that consent has to be given on both sides. Um, and and that set, uh, it's the same issue. You go into it under a set, certain set of a, a deal that you make, and then one of you breaks the deal. The difference, in my opinion, with a condom is that um, a con- that decision can be made or unmade in the moment. Yeah. You know, whereas with birth control, that decision is made 
in theory, long before that. You can't just suddenly start taking the pill and have it be effective that night. It, exactly. Biologically, it just doesn't work that right, way. Right. So to me, the stealthing thing is a more serious issue because it feels more like a physical violation, you know? Um, and she can lie about birth control, but you can still protect yourself by using a condom against right. diseases or pregnancy. Right. If you take the condom off, she's stuck. She right. has no way to, she has no, there's nothing so, else. So yeah, the, the stealthing is more of a, a quote unquote assault. Right. There's and nothing else. The, the, the lying about birth control and contraceptive use is, is more of an entrapment. It feels more like if you take the condom off, there's nothing she can do about not getting a disease. Mm-hmm. You have, that is the, your only protection in that moment. If she lies about taking the pill, you can still wear a condom and still protect yourself against all those things. But yes, the bill gets into both. And the yeah. question I have is, I'm, I'm surprised it's becoming a crime, although I'm glad that we're addressing it on both sides. But the issue I had was more, maybe more of a civil one. Um, if she were to get pregnant... As right. a result of, and I know you're all going to say the same thing. Well, if she traps him, but let's just stay focused here for just a second, please. Um, if she were to become pregnant because he takes the condom off midway through, who's responsible for that baby? Right. You know, but, because but, but on the flip side, you know, if, if she lies about birth control on purpose, she and, would be responsible for the baby. Right. But she would be. The difference is that she would be anyway, you know, and she, well, if she was lying about the birth control, it's because she wanted to become pregnant. Now, the question is, would she put him on, make him on the hook for it? Right. Because and she trapped him. There you go. So, right. Uh, yeah. But it goes both ways. That's yeah, from why. The, from the text line, just happened to a friend of mine's son. Uh, the ages are interesting in this. He's 18. His girlfriend stopped uh, taking the pill, didn't tell him until she was pregnant. She's 16. And then a little addendum, they did have parents' approval. So anyway, yeah, it, it, it happened. Uh, somebody said, let me just, so that you can get the full breadth of, of the texts that are getting, that are coming in here. Um, not have sex with strangers. That'll probably help. That'll probably protect you. I think that's unrealistic and don't assume it's always a stranger. I, I would assume that there are some people who date perhaps, and you're early on in your relationship maybe, and you don't know everything about each other yet. I think that's an unrealistic statement. We're to make. getting a lot of texts explaining how somebody may not feel the absence of a condom. And I really appreciate the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the details yes. that everybody is, uh, is sending in. Yes. Thank um, you. And to 22980. Yeah. Keep yeah. Feel free to give us the biology lesson. Um, somebody said this on the text line, and let me throw this out for your response. I'm sorry. As a man, I can't be raped. I have gotten in trouble. People have gotten mad at me before recently when I even just said the statement that the majority of rape victims are female. When I said that, people got mad at me and said men can re- be raped too. Oh, of course they can. But I mean, a man it's silly just to said, say that being a man can't be raped. Of course they can. I mean, we've all seen Oz. No, we haven't. But, oh, well, you haven't. But I know. But, you know, the idea is we've all seen the, 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 the fictional prison stories. But, yeah, as a joke. But, yeah, men, of course, can be raped. They can be raped by, by women. They can be raped by other men. They can be raped right. as, as, as young adults and by older adults. Yeah, it, I and mean, that's just silly to think. Yeah. It's also the definition of rape, and that's kind of what we're talking about here. Right. That, it's, it's, that's the thing. It's the definition. It's forced. Right. It's not all about force. It's about consent. Yeah. It's it's about we agreed to this thing or we didn't and Here's you forced it anyway. Would it be considered sexual battery if they were married? I don't Ooh, know. Um, good text there. But it doesn't 
the the bill I don't have the the bill language in front of me, but the description of the bill doesn't make the distinction. So yes, I would I would assume sure because you you would assume so because a woman who is married can be raped by her husband. We don't differentiate that in law that you know that there's I guess there is a charge of marital rape, but we do say you can be raped if you're married. So. Yeah. Um, okay, we're, we're getting texts on this. All right, so somebody just said, I'd love to know if you're male or female. Uh, 22980, somebody said, men cannot be raped physiologically by women, only mentally. Men, <laughs> this is where I, you know, because even as a woman, I would say, you could have a woman that could overpower a man. I'm going to try to keep the FCC happy when I say this. Um, it depends on... What is required for it to be rape? Right. Because she could physically overpower him. Yeah. She could force the connection, so to speak. Now, she can't force the result of the connection, but I don't think that that's not how you define rape. You don't both have to get to a certain ending for that to be rape. <laughs> we, am, I, am I good? It's a pretty I'm good, good with the uh, little, uh, Doing a pretty good job dancing around there. here, right? <laughs> Again, trying to stay out of the boss's office today. All yeah. right, 22980 or 5767798. Many of you are texting in about this, and so we'll read some of those next. Uh, this issue of stealthing and the fact that <laughs> it may become a felony in California. I'm yes. gonna have I'm gonna start making my wife fill out a written consent form every time. Every time? <laughs> I'm sure there's a there's probably a form online. 11.32 midday with Jamie and Wicket on a Thursday with Dan Weinbaum in studio for Mike Wicket. We'll get you what's trending after 12. Also, dare I get back into the side hustle story? We will. We'll ask you uh, what you're doing for extra money because 44 million people now are doing something for money on the side. Some kind of uh, other, other work besides their day job for extra money. So we'll pass some ideas around coming up after 12 o'clock. Wrapping up our conversation, because a lot of you are texting in about it, uh, 22980 or call 576-7798. Should stealthing be a felony? And in the case of California now, we've talked about the story before, but now we have a bill on the table in California being proposed by Christina Garcia, who wants it to be a felony. Now, she goes both ways with it. She's, she's being fair about it both directions. So the latest version of the bill would make it a crime of felony sexual battery to remove or tamper with a condom or intentionally use without consent a condom that's been tampered with during sex. It also makes it a felony to lie about being on birth control or another form of contraception. So Yeah, this is, this is fascinating. And, and I'm going to imagine that this is not some kind of thing that's widespread amongst men and women. No. I mean, it's on the internet. We're, we're hearing about this thing called stealthing, and people write stories about it because it's kind of a new thing, and so now we can actually, you know, have something to, to talk about. And but define it. Now we're, it's now we're calling it something. probably not a widespread thing, but uh, what I read in the article, you, you, you know, the, their goal is to call it what it is, get it on the books so people know it's a crime, right. and then... It allows discretion on the right. district attorneys and the judges, and it can be part of a, a whole court thing as needed. Right. It's an option. I mean, they're not going to be going around, you know, into people's bedrooms to make mm -hmm. sure that you're not pulling it off too soon. Yes. You know, and that's not going to happen. You ask the same question I have. I, I don't understand and this is why it'll be criminal, why somebody would do it. I don't, I don't understand what you're, yeah. but you could ask that about a lot of things. I don't, and, and yes, thank you to everybody who gave us 
biology lessons. <laughs> uh, we can't share those with anyone because the FCC wouldn't like that, but yeah. we're, we're getting a lot out of it. Um, somebody, a little adult. Just a little bit. Just a little uh, bit. So somebody texted in and said, I have two grown boys. I've always told them right or wrong. It is their responsibility to wear a condom to protect against disease and pregnancy unless they are ready to make moral, financial, and possible criminal recourse. Ultimately, it comes down to the life and welfare of a possible child. Raising them right. So... Yeah, and that's where you don't. That's where the birth control thing comes into head. It comes into play. That's where, and again, it's on her too. The difference is that the condom protects against everything. Yeah, and so she can be on birth control, and he takes the condom off, but she still could get a disease. She won't get pregnant, but she still could get a disease. She could not be on birth control, or she could lie about it, but he could still take steps to protect himself against everything. To me, that's why one is a little bit more serious than the other. I, yeah. I get why we're viewing them the same, and we should. But in my opinion, one, just for health reasons, is just a little more dramatic. And, you know, I think this all can be summed up under under, under this, this uh, phrase. Don't be an A-blank. Yes. Don't be a D-bag. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Just, just, just don't. Ugh, yeah. Just don't. Um, so keep the text coming in. And, and, yeah, the question is, how do you enforce it? Yeah, that's the that, biggest the question. Big question. How do you enforce How do you prove it? it? And then it becomes he said, she said. Right. Because she says, oh, he did this and this is a result. And he's like, oh, it was an accident. Right. The problem how is, do you prove intent? I took the words right out of my mouth. You how probably do you... look at the guy and go, how's he dressed? Has he got the spiky hair and mm-hmm. the gold chains and the open shirt? Well, yeah, he probably pulled it off on purpose. Uh, possible? <laughs> yeah. You know, how do you... In that moment, if he just says, well, it just came off, how do you prove that that's, that that's a lie? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And, and we talk about it in part because I think more states then will start to look at it. My prediction is that this doesn't pass. I, I think we're too early in the knowledge about this act, and I, and I don't think it'll go – I don't think this will get through. But I think, yeah. I think it will eventually. And, and is it actually necessary to have another law – on the books. Now, of course, this is California, so mm-hmm. we don't live there. But is it necessary to have yet another law? Can this stuff not fit under existing laws? Somewhere where you have to that, lay this specifically. Right. Does it have to be written out? I mean, I don't know. That's that's an argument for all those folks over mm-hmm. there to have. Yeah, could it but not it fit under interesting fraud? Thing. Or, you know, could it not fit under a law that we already have? Then Something again, like maybe they've never considered it before. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, maybe we should talk about it yeah. and figure it out. And I'm sure they're having those discussions now. All right. Moving on here uh, to a local story out of Lee Summit. Let's play a little game of who do you believe? Okay. And we'll start with you, Dan. Um, All right. And 22980, or you can give us a call. Well, I Who's... always tend to use Occam's razor when I'm trying to, to figure look that at out. these things. Yeah. Uh, whose side are you on? Uh, the story, the headline out of the out of the star is discrimination or miscommunication. Dispute arises at a Lee Summit nail salon. We have a case of a woman who has cerebral palsy who is in a wheelchair who claims discrimination as to why she was not given services at a nail salon. And we have those at the nail salon that say it was miscommunication and a bit of a language barrier. We'll Mm -hmm. play the story out here and see what you think. Uh, So we have two people, Alyssa Kane, who has cerebral palsy, made a Facebook post on Saturday. 
in which she said a nail technician at the Glow Nail Salon, uh, excuse me, Glow Nail Lounge, refused to provide a full pedicure service because she was in a wheelchair. She writes on Facebook, I could sense that my wheelchair was a problem and they did not want to deal with it. A technician at the salon, Jen Wen, said employees have accommodated those in wheelchairs in the past and the dispute did not come out of discriminatory uh, discriminatory treatment, but rather out of a lack of communication. So she said the technician that helped Kane came here from Vietnam at the age of 21 and his English isn't that great. So she said he had no ill intentions. If he meant wrong, he would not have accepted her for a pedicure in the first place. He just doesn't know the right word to use in that moment. Mm -hmm. Kane said she tried to explain that she had brought along a friend to help with the lifting her out of the wheelchair. But she said this technician instead asked if the pedicure could be given while she sat in her wheelchair. Uh, This other technician there said uh, that was done to avoid any liability that could result from moving her out of the chair. Uh So that way, if she were to fall, whose fault is that? They said they did everything they could to try to make her comfortable, but she acknowledged the situation could have been handled better by employees at the salon. And uh, Kane said that the salon reached out to her to apologize. They said, you know, the business said you encounter experiences like that and that's how you learn. So I wish we had more detail about exactly what happened. But my first thought was, uh, no offense, but if you work in a nail salon and your language barrier is so severe that you don't know some of the basic, we don't know exactly what the, what the issue was in terms of language barrier, but wouldn't you know a lot of the basic language of the trade that you're in, if nothing else, like you're, It's, it's probably more than just language. They're using language barrier to describe probably cultural differences as well yeah and the way that people engage with others mm-hmm. in certain things you, you know yeah they're <laughs> yeah. she probably came in and like no oh, we can't do that <laughs> right and so I, and we don't know if she ultimately got the the pedicure or not but when they say that they have done other pedicures in the past for people in wheelchairs i believe that it doesn't seem okay. like it's that it would be that big of a problem because i don't know how many pedicures you've gotten in your life but Actually, it, I have never gone in for a pedicure. You and Mike Wickett need to hang out because he goes about once every, for sure, once a month, yeah. if, if not more often. He gets the old yes. manny petty. He his look at his toes sometimes, and he shows them all, all the while well, they're in flip flops, so you okay. can't miss them. All right. They're always painted. The toes are always the toes are always done. All right, it's a thing. He and Lee go and, he gets and do it together. Coat? It's not clear. Oh. oh no 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 no! It depends on whatever he's into at the moment. Okay, if it's you know football season, then they're red or pack or green or, pack or, green. or whatever. Okay. Um, it would All be right. very easy to roll as long as you have the space. Um, you could very easily just turn your wheelchair around because they you know they put your feet in this like bathtub thing, like yeah. the small bathtub, so yeah. that you get the little massage. You could very easily turn the chair around so that her feet can reach into that. Yeah. Um, Accommodations can be made. Yes, And I'm sure, for sure that they have been. I think, like so many things that, that, that pop up like this where it's, oh boy, what happened? It's a miscommunication thing. Probably, you yes. You know, there were probably demands and assumptions being made by the customer. And there was probably misunderstanding and desires on the part of the business folks. And those probably didn't exactly mesh. Is this a thing? 
I don't know if this is a thing. And I don't know if it's ever going to, it'll never happen again, for sure, because in the future, they'll make sure that they I mean, take care of a situation like that. If they said that they have helped folks that are in wheelchairs before, well, okay, fine. Right, we So this is this one, I mean, they're not hanging a sign on the door to say, no wheelchair people allowed. Right. Are they? Now, that I, would be a problem. That would be discrimination. Right, that would be the that problem. That would be illegal But this thing. was probably a... Yeah, this just isn't working out. And she us. probably should have asked for somebody else to deal with. She should have. She could have been probably a little more proactive, also, and said, "Is there a manager here that I can clearly, clearly, we're having some issues communicating? Right. Is there somebody else here that I can talk to?" It's it's almost like I know it's going to sound judgy. She didn't do everything she could have gotten in order to get what she was looking for either. And right. so if she really wanted the pedicure... That's how miscommunication right. happens when, when, when there are else. two sides that aren't communicating with each other yes. and things get awkward and weird and, and then you throw in a language barrier, a cultural barrier. You throw right. in the fact that this person has cerebral palsy and is in a wheelchair and then they have a go-between and, and, right. and you can just imagine the awkwardness. Oh, for sure. In the moment, I'm sure, very awkward and what's going on? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? And and it gets it gets out of the hand, but does it rise to the level of being a thing? Oh, you know what I hate about this more than anything <laughs> is that as as I shift gears here a little bit onto the other side, she went on Facebook to complain about it. Right. Instead of handling it there, instead of again, it, like if you if you're in a restaurant and your burger comes out not done properly, it's mm-hmm. like the people that go online and complain about it or give a bad review instead of addressing it in the moment when you could when they could have fixed it. Right. They could have cooked your burger longer. That right. would have been an easy way to fix it. Instead, you went online and complained. That's how I look at this. I mean, it's almost a passive aggressive thing. It's like going to uh, we'll keep on with the meat. It's like going to right. a steakhouse. I want it cooked medium, and then it comes out bloody and you send it back and then it comes out well done and you say no and then you get a new steak because i wanted it medium Mm -hmm. this would be like going ordering medium getting it rare and going uh okay and then going sitting in your car right and putting up on facebook i can't believe how they no take action there in the moment and remedy it and if that means okay i'm going to leave this establishment because I, as a customer, don't feel I'm getting what I need. Right. I will leave. Right. Try to remedy it there. And then if you need the public pressure, then go for it. Yeah. It's 11.44. We'll get you what's trending coming up at noon. Also, we'll get to those side hustles coming up as well. 11.45 on KMBZ. 11.49, midday with Jamie and Wicket on a Thursday. We're headed for a high of 93 today. And then I think we cool off just a bit. And then I was looking ahead at it next week. Uh-uh. What? Uh-uh. Like what? 100. Oh, yeah? Plus, yeah. Oof, but saying. it all depends on the weather system and weather pattern yeah, and the humidity. Yeah. And, and you know, I can do 100. That's not a problem as long as the humidity is lower. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You know, the thing that Oof. I've been wanting to do for a while um, that I thought about every day this week, I've thought about it, but I've never done like bike share KC where they've got the bikes all over town and mm-hmm. you can ride them on the trolley trailer yeah. or whatever. And I, I used one for the first time last weekend at an event. Yeah. And I thought, gosh, I love to to bike ride. I've not been on a bike in forever. And I every day I get off the air, I think I want to go do that. And every day it is 100 degrees outside. Yeah. Do you want to get out there? You want to go on a leisurely bike uh, ride and you'll end up coming back, you know, soaked. Or on a lengthy bike ride. Right. I want to not get halfway through it and go, oh my gosh, I am miserable. Right. And I don't want to have to go at nine o'clock at night. So I don't know. Someday. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So um, you're going to have to move. In yes, at some point yeah. I will be unable to handle the heat you have that to go is to Kansas a different City. Geographical location yes. that has a different weather pattern. 
All right. So here's a story that I saw this morning <laughs> that I thought wasn't real. I thought that this is out of a movie. I thought this there's and then multiple media picked it up. So uh you know how you have ATM ATMs, I was about to say ATM machines, that are- ATM machine machines? Yes. ATMs that are in rooms, you know, where you have to, you'll see those outside sometimes. Little where kiosks. They, um, but they're in glass rooms. Yeah. You know, you open yeah. the door to go in for security reasons. Right, yeah. So we have a guy that was supposed to be fixing one of these and ended up getting stuck inside the room. So a man found himself locked in an ATM room in Texas on Wednesday that led him to use a clever escape method. Uh, the man was a contractor repairing the ATM of a Bank of America. While changing the lock, he became stuck inside the room connected to the ATM. The ATM was still in service. And so he had the oh. idea of slipping notes out through the little receipt slot saying, Please help. I'm stuck in here and I don't have my phone. Please call my boss. All right. So this is the backside of the ATM. This right. is this is an ATM that's that, that's facing the public. You drive up to it. I'm looking at, at some video uh, here. Uh-huh. And we'll get it put up so you can see it as well. So it's a normal ATM on the side of a bank. He's in the repair room behind it. Oh, see, I was picturing. He wasn't locked in a kiosk. Okay. With a, with a door and yeah, yeah. So you're standing outside of it. You know, people are pulling up and all they're seeing are the notes that are coming out the receipt slot. And so they don't know where they're coming from. That's what I thought it was. And then somebody said ATM oh, room. that's funny. Um, and so somebody, people, so people kept pushing these notes out and people initially thought they were jokes. Police said initially the first people right. that saw the, saw the notes <laughs> thought this he was funny. kidding. Look at this. I'm and they stuck drove off. Can you imagine like this is a good candid camera thing. You know, if only people had something that they could carry in their pocket that they could use to contact others at a long distance. He didn't have his phone. I can't believe uh, in a situation where somebody wouldn't have their phone anymore, but he didn't have his phone. Maybe he left it in his truck, in his work truck. Oh, maybe. maybe. How do you get in there where the the thing locks behind you and you can't get out? How long was he in this? I wish I knew. I wish I I knew how long he was in there. I don't think it was like days Um, because that would be weird. Yeah. The, the bank see. tellers are like, what's that smell? 2 p.m. is when he was changing the lock. Uh, all right. So now we have a longer version here. So uh, this was at the Bank of America. The contractor was working on changing the lock. He leaves his phone in the truck. He's installing a new lock on the door and gets locked inside. Right. So people were still stopping by because the ATM still worked. And so that was when he slipped the notes through. Uh, some eventually took it seriously and called police. Uh, an employee said afterward he got stuck changing out the electronic lock. Uh, the contractor supervisor arrived later and said police had to kick a door in to get him out of the ATM room. Uh, but we don't know how long he was in there. So good thing this was at two in the afternoon, not at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, it you know, when you wouldn't have as much long. traffic. <laughs> I, you know, it could have been a weekend. long time. I would have been panicked no matter how long it was, you know? <laughs> So, this yeah. is just funny. <laughs> it's but it, that was pretty smart. How? Because uh, can you imagine yeah. the panic about how you get out of there? Well, you know how yeah. do you? What do you do? Eventually, somebody's going to come looking. But for do you, you just keep pounding Where's on Bill? It? He was supposed to bring the work truck back. Yes. What was his last job? Go out there and see where he is. Hey, where's Bill? His truck's still here. I wonder if he's still in the room. Hey, Bill, what you doing in there? See, you're simplifying it. I think there, there's less it of a chance that it's they could have found him. I, yes, you would hope that. What if he has his own truck? It's in a What bank. if he doesn't have to bring the truck back? What if he takes the truck home and he lives alone, and he's not, you know, and not married? Nobody waiting for him there. And what if he just tells work, "Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it," and he maybe had gotten it fixed, 
So nobody was waiting to hear from him. This guy could have been in there all night. A lot of what ifs could have. This guy could have suffered through the course of the night. You don't have enough sympathy for his situation. He should have gotten up really close to that slot and yelled, help me! Yeah, I mean, look, the ATM's talking to me. Exactly. Again, you can totally picture this on TV. Because if if he had not had the idea to slip the notes out through the receipt, the little receipt hole, then he just would have been yelling. Assuming it's not, I mean, this is an ATM. I assume that's, you know, pretty heavy in terms of security and stuff, in terms of construction. So they might not have heard him through the ATM. This would have been a funny prank to uphold if it had not happened for real. So... (laughs) All right. Uh, and Poor one, guy. One more quick story. Remember before to we... carry his phone with him and, and extra keys. Yes. Uh, one more. He'll always have his phone with him from now on. Um, one more quick story before we get to news. So I've debated in the past. I have an Instagram account and I've done some pretty big trips and I don't, I, in the past, I never really Instagrammed about it because I always said, I don't think people care. I just generally think people don't care about your vacation photos. It's why I don't Facebook them. It's why... Really, the only reason I started Instagramming them was because I traveled alone. And truly, it was because I thought people, my mother will want to know I'm still alive. Right. And you so don't think me, people like your vacation photos? I, don't, I generally think people don't care. Like, do people You don't really, think people care? Uh, I didn't. But so there was a story out about um, whether people care about your vacation photos. And the stories out of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. The study found most people don't want to see friends' vacation pictures on social media. This has got me not wanting to put them on wait, Instagram wait, anymore. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the story you're looking this at? This is out of CBS Local out of Dallas-Fort Worth. There oh, was a really? study that was done by Aviva, which is a big insurance company. They polled 2,000 people, and they said 73% are annoyed when they see others' vacation photos on social media. I agree with this. This is a pose I would like to see go away. I'd rather see your selfies than you taking pictures of your feet. That's the big thing now with vacation photos. Oh, How this became my a feet thing. in the sand. Yes, or my feet in the your feet in the pool or your legs. Well, I should you know, show you looking out over you know Norway or wherever you are. Um, so yeah, and then there's some overlap. So nearly half of people who post vacation pictures do it to keep friends in the loop, and 21 percent admit to showing just to doing it show off where they are. Here is. A photo that I took three years ago when I was on a uh, grand adventure, a great Western adventure with my son. I believe you just reposted one. Yeah, it was a memory from this morning. And so I I, I put it up. My son and I loaded up in the SUV and drove from here all the way out through Colorado and Utah, went to Zion and then down around the Grand Canyon, New Mexico and back. Did a whole great uh, national park circuit, Mm -hmm. you know. And this was one of the photos that I took. So you have an issue you with that. You are the man I hate. I'm sorry. I like you. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm in the Kaibab National Forest on the north rim of the Grand Canyon. I've got my hammock set up between some trees. We're on a cliff. I'm sitting in the hammock, and I take some pictures of my view with my legs hanging out over the cliff. Why do we need your legs in it? Why what can do you, mean, you why not? Why do we need? Why can't you just take the picture of what you're looking at? Why do your legs have to be in the why picture? Why are you a joy killer? I don't like this. This is, I don't. Either take a picture of your like, face. It's not about you liking it. Put your face in it or take a picture of the place. But this is the stupidest trend I've seen in pictures in a while. I'm in a hammock hanging over. I can't see the hammock. No. So I don't know you're in the a hammock. The point is, is that I'm on the edge of a cliff and I'm, my legs are hanging out over this wonderful vista. 
That's the point of it, not like to it. show my legs. But Although you're showing three your legs. years ago, they look pretty good. <laughs> That's this is what we get now is we get people or we get the selfies wow. of people's backs looking out over over wherever they are. But it's the feet pictures. What was wrong with just regular selfies, people? Why couldn't you just do selfie of your face? Well, a selfie is not as artistic as this. Really? Yes, really. Yeah, this is a much That's what you're better, going for. Is this it is being a much artistic? better composed photo putting yourself in it rather than just turning the camera to myself and smiling and look at me. You're blocking my view of everything else in the picture No, there. actually, you know, it's a good be composition really because it's got rule of thirds. See, my legs are over here on the rule of thirds here, mm -hmm. and we can still see the vista of the northern part of the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. This is a quality photo. Yeah, I disagree, but we'll move on. Totally, just, totally don't want to see a any joy more of those. killer? Yeah. Blame my Jay, or I'd let goodness. you continue to defend your position. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.